with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Kyle Hey everybody, what is up? Welcome to the week 15 post-game tailgate show. This is usually our post-red zone show, but we could not just bring ourselves to do this on Sunday. I don't want to speak for the wolf. I was not in a place where I could do the show. Uh, but we're doing it on Monday. And I mean, as it turns out, probably like a lot of y'all's games that are going to decide whether you go to the championship or not are going to come down to tonight for better or for worse. Um, I, of course, am your host, Nat The Truth Jones. With me, as always, the Wolf of Rotor Street himself. It's a fantasy fullback dive brought to you by the good people at the Rotor Street Journal. We're paving your way, acting as your lead blocker to fantasy glory. We're feeding them. We're breeding them. Fantasy wolves, all one and the same. Wolf, I got to ask you a question. Uh, and I, I know the answer already, but I'm going to ask you anyway. It's a special kind of hurt when you're watching the fantasy playoffs and you're not in them, and you know you could be, you know, you could trash the teams that were in there. Oh, absolutely! It was I, killing I, me. My team. You told me my team had a great playoff schedule. They mm-hmm. did great. I scored a buck fifty and change in the game I lost. I scored well into the one fifties again this week. Yep. And I was, they're worthless, you know? I, I, I was the high scorer this week. Yep. I, I'm not yeah, yeah. out, but was the high scorer, of course, this week. It's how it always goes. And I feel like it's always the flip, too. Like, if you have the bye week, you watch your team always go off during the bye, and then you never show up. I feel in my league, it's five, six seed. I know in, in Hillary, my girlfriend's league, she's the sixth seed. She's going to the finals against the fifth seed. There's something about those scrappy teams that just fucking claw their way up. The bye week always ruins teams. And then if you get knocked out in round one, you always blow up the next week. It's, it's just yep. happens. It's, it's literally science every single fucking year, no it's matter brutal. what. It's uh, I'm glad we're going now because we did get a lot of messages like, where are you guys at? I want Yeah, to I'm sorry, guys. I, I take I at least 50% of the responsibility, but we weren't going to let the week go by without us going on together. We're on no. right now. We want to we want to get rolling because we, we do have a game coming up that I'm sure a lot of you are w- wanting to watch. So let's Absolutely. let's roll through this. Stuff. Let's do and, a quick one thing. Before we, go ahead. I do want to say before we get in, uh, James Conner is out tonight. So if you had James Conner, you probably are well aware of that. But just want to make sure everybody out there is aware, if you're tuned in live, James Conner is not playing. Shocker, one of the fucking biggest pieces of shit of the year isn't going to show up for you on your, your time and your hour of need. Hopefully you have the Benny Snell handcuff. But make sure you're aware of that. Uh, and then Wolfpack as well, if you don't mind, hitting that thumbs up on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, wherever you're at. Shout out the players who won it for you. Bitch out the players who didn't. We're going to go rip through the studs, yeah. the duds. Any rest of season risers and fallers, I know it's only a week left, but hey, why not cover them? And of course, any early waiver wire injuries that you guys need to know, right. we'll be sure to cover. So, so all that being so said. Let's, let's rip through this like crazy, because if there are people that have questions, like we want to try to at least hit a, a decent chunk of the mailbag. Yes. So first thing, leading off our banners, we had five quarterbacks that scored over 30 fantasy points <laughs> yesterday. Jalen Hurts with 38 in a losing effort, I believe. Josh Allen, 38 in a big winning effort. Ryan Tannehill uh, in a smoking ever by the way that was my quarterback lamar jackson with 30 kyler murray with 35 man you can get a lot of points out of a lot of quarterbacks these days 
Absolutely. Just a wild performance. If you had one of these guys, there's a good chance you're moving on unless you were facing one of them on the other side. I know a lot of people were bitching me out because I told them Jalen Hurts over Justin Herbert. And they're like, you ruined my week. It's only Thursday. Well, guess what the fuck happened? Jalen Hurts was the high scoring quarterback of the week. I, I, I know he's our higher, lower Hail Mary. I couldn't have seen even this brilliant. And the fact that only 63 of it, you know, 63 rush yards. It wasn't even about the legs. I mean, yes, obviously six points helped, but this dude was throwing bombs, throwing dimes. He was all over the place, and it was beautiful, as were all these guys. Allen, multiple scores on the, the, the ground. Tannehill, same effort. Like Kyler Murray, 400 yards. Insane effort from your quarterbacks. I'm guessing one of the studs is going to have to come from this group, uh, but these guys were just absolutely carrying teams. Heroics there. David Montgomery, and you can't say we didn't call this one. I mean, we were many, we were many weeks late, obviously, to get on the Montgomery train, but we 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 got on it eventually, and with good reason. Thirty-two rushes, one hundred and forty-six yards, two touchdowns, uh, twenty-eight fantasy points. I mean, the guy's just a complete. He's like a guy you can build your backfield around. What the Absolutely. hell happened? Absolutely, <laughs> and he gets the Jags next week too, so he's going to do it again. He's oh, going to yeah. go down. He's going to go down as the stretch running. I bet you under like, you know how ESPN always releases like the most yeah. common players on championship and raw. He's going to be one of those guys. Cause he just went on an absolute tear. I wish. Cause we, again, I say this every time we talk about Montgomery, we outlined, he has the path to go berserk. He just doesn't have the ability, right? Well, something's clicked. I mean, he looks good. He's running hard, decisive. He's trucking over people. He's catching the ball. Like he, he just looks like a different back. And you know, sometimes that happens. Melvin Gordon, his rookie year looked like a trash bag, took him like, a season and a half and then he finally got going and now he's a beast maybe that's what it was with montgomery he needed some time to warm up because holy shit this As guy, a guy who drafted montgomery pretty high last year yeah i mean yeah look at better me late than never. The, well not better early than never, not for you yeah exactly <laughs> not, not for me right not, for all the rest you, of you guys that are on the train enjoy the gravy low. train that i did not Get a piece of. And to think too, he was going round like nine, ten. Because remember, he had like a little hamstring or something. Pop because up. he sucked. Because he, he looked terrible. He was awful. We were actively making fun of the guy like six weeks ago. Come on, exactly. He's, he but I mean, look, I'm, I'm I'm a convert. I'm a believer. He looks good, I man. I mean, that's crazy. He, he played fifty-six crazy. of sixty-four snaps too. Like this is one of the few guys that's in like a Christian McCaffrey style workload of last year. Almost a hundred percent of the snaps. Absolute beast. This stud came almost out of nowhere though. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. 18 touches, 152 yards, and two TDs. Got to shout out the Sunday show. I mean, wherever you watch, people will probably like, oh, Tony Pollard's playing. You could put him in. We got about 30 questions about Tony Pollard, Mostert or Pollard, this guy or Pollard. And, and we, me and CJ are like, this is going to shit, like, you know, shit in our face, but we're going to go Pollard on all these. We love it. He's explosive. You know, all the factors that are against Zeke aren't against Pollard right now because he's the every down a horse. He's running with burst, like, and boom. It panned out. It, you know, I got to pat ourselves on the back for that. And any owners out there, if we gave you Pollard, feel free to comment in. And, feel uh, free to blow smoke up our ass. Blow some smoke right up this ass over here. I would, I would really appreciate it. But that one panned out. Good Lord, 30 fantasy points in PPR leagues. What an absolute stud. Speaking of fucking studs. Calvin Ridley, 10 receptions, 163 yards and a touchdown. It's a it's a really good stat line from him. It's not. I mean, you know, we've we've seen similar stat lines from him for a while now. You've been on the Ridley uh, bandwagon for a long time, a little longer than me. But of course, I mean, I've I come around. Sometimes I'm a little harder to convince than I should be. I don't like change. I'm old. I'm you know, I, I want the world to stay the way it is. I want Julio Jones to be the alpha in Atlanta, just because that's what no I remember. Longer. 
Calvin yep. Ridley, 10 <laughs> a buck 63 and a touchdown. It's a monster game. We've, we've entered a new world truth. It is no longer Julio Jones show. It is Calvin Ridley. He's an app. He's, he's one of the best receivers in the game. Flat out. Like it's, it's, if you can't be convinced after this one, I don't know what you need. And last right. but not least, Darren this guy Waller. was a monster on Saturday, nine receptions, 150 yards and a touchdown. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you saw this possibly in the cards. When you, you saw the matchup, thought this guy could potentially feast. Man, did he ever. He's, he's just a receiver disguised as a tight end, right? Right, and I remember, too, I got a bunch of panic tests. Like, oh, no, Derek Carr just got hurt. Like, yep. Waller, he's fucked. No, 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 no. He got unlocked by Derek Carr getting out of the lineup. And we'll talk about Mariota in a little bit. But holy shit, yeah, just what an edge. Like, if you don't get Kelsey round one next year, I feel like Waller, you know, mid-round two is, is going to make perfect sense. I actually started last night on my 2021 big board. I'm a sick fuck. I had to do it. I'll probably release it on Wednesday this week, You are folks. sick. Yeah, I, I'm disturbed. I couldn't help it. So everybody out there that's not in the playoffs looking for something like that just to scratch that fantasy itch, I'll have that for you this week, no doubt. Uh, Darren Waller's is pretty damn high up there. So those are the nominees, Truth. I, I don't know. I, I kind of – this is my pick for the winner, Jalen Hurts. I mean, the fact that you got him on the waiver wires, he was the highest score of any player. Uh, my buddy Jake was in a, a brutal battle and had him. He's like, hey, maybe this guy will run for 100 and, and three touchdowns and I'll be in it. And now he's projected to win. He just – he has, well, he had James Conner. Now he has Benny Snell for seven. He needs seven from Benny Snell, so we'll see. But Jalen Hurts, either way, just like threw teams on his back. At the four o'clock hour, if you thought you were dead, this guy revived so many teams. I got so many messages like, well, I'm fucked unless Jalen Hurts is as good as you think. Well, I didn't even think he was this fucking good. Right. And holy shit. Like, this was amazing. I, you could say, Paul, I don't know. Who's your pick? We had a pretty worthy list of like a million. I people. probably would have said Tannehill, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I, like the guy, I don't, man, he just puts up points and points and points and points. But I can't argue with what you probably would have paid for Hurts. Yeah. relative to what he put up so actually yours probably makes more sense let's go yeah, it, it, it was a great i mean great day of fantasy scoring for so many people hope you were on the right side of it again let us know who were your studs we got 33 people commenting in already all right, hopefully all right. we got some good studs now let's talk about the funner part all right let's roll oh. let's roll all right russell wilson 18 out of 27 for a buck 21 one touchdown one pick uh pedestrian game 12 <sighs> fantasy points you know this is bad even for bad russell wilson Right. Yeah. I mean, and we've seen bad Ru Russell Wilson a few times in the last uh, a couple times in the last few weeks. This is bad even for him. Absolutely. As you're saying, like even bad Russ is like 17, you know, like he might not hit 20 yeah. in a uh, bad Russ week. 12. I mean, come on. And I, I feel really bad for this one because I was in that that mindset. We got a lot of questions on. Russ. Didn't they romp? I mean, didn't the Seahawks just blow somebody out, too? They didn't kill him. No, they. No? It was the the Washington football team played it pretty tight. It was like a gross game, like hideous, and that's kind of what it looked like coming in. But it was just one of those things, like, oh, it's Russ. You got to play him. I'm gonna rethink this philosophy. Like Keenan Allen, Russell Wilson in the same week. Actually, he should have. Keenan Allen should be on this dud list. I don't know what I'm thinking. He absolutely has to be on this dud list. Uh, fuck. Let me make a quick banner for Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Uh, what do you have? One catch, 13 yards, 17. I think. <laughs> oh, I'm giving him 13 because he's a bag of shit. Uh, fucking yeah. Russell Wilson, though, I, I'm going to rethink this philosophy truth and, and hold me to this next year. Try to remember me saying this where it's like, you've got to play your studs no matter what. I don't know about that. Like, I think yes, in most cases, but this was a tough week for studs are studs. You don't rest them. Uh, the, the writing was on the wall here. People saw it. I still recommended him and I feel bad about this one. I'll have to rethink it.
All right, TJ Hawkinson caught just two or four targets, 18 yards and a fumble. That's brutal. That was a guy we were pretty much used to counting on for, you know, 15 fantasy points, almost always scores a touchdown. So uh, this would result in in PPR scoring, I guess, a one-point game. That's obviously a huge disappointment. Yeah, actually, 0.8 to be specific. Oh, okay. Well, we, we round that <laughs> up. Don't be one. generous. Don't be generous. <laughs> I know. Brutal. And as you're saying, too, what makes it so brutal is how dependable, at the least dependable position – he became one of those few that were like, okay, we can run. And Stafford's playing. So it's like some people are like, okay, maybe I'll bench him because it's Chase Daniel. Nope. Stafford's in. You're locking him in in a good match against Tennessee. They put up a ton of points in their own right and not Hawkinson, not a single fucking point. Oh, All right. Disgusting. Let's keep rolling. Kenyon Drake. We got a lot of comments already. Kenyon Drake, 40 yards from scrimmage to receptions. Woo. With an yeah. exclamation point. Yeah, there you go. Nice. So, Robust. Yeah, that's, Robust. That's turd. Devontae Adams, seven for 42. Thanks. Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> I, I like this. I want. I want this to continue. DK Metcalf five for forty three. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. All and I mean, and you say like, oh, that you know, that's a shitty number. I mean, that that's like thirty five percent of what Wilson threw for. He's still exactly. getting the lion's share oh. of the targets. <laughs> hideous. hideous all around. It's tough to pick. Like, a, I mean, Adams was like such a lock for twenty every week. And it's on Saturday too, so you gotta go into Sunday limping in. So that one really hurt. That one really fucking hurt. Uh, DK hurt. To me, the winner is Russell Wilson. Like, I think it's probably Wilson too. Just and, and here's why I'm going to say Wilson. I'm going to say Wilson because we led the show off with five guys that scored over 30 at the position. So yeah. if you eat 12 from Russ, I mean that you you might have lost your game right there. So exactly. that's why I'd say Russ. Absolutely. Right. I, I agree with you. Russ is the, the biggest loser of the week, and he was one that people could have avoided. I wish I had been firmer on that. Uh, although, I, I guess, you know what? The the mysterious one, Keenan Allen, one catch, 13 yards, 17 yards, whatever it ended up being. The fact he looked into the camera and said, Yeah, that him, was some bullshit, man. That's fucking bullshit. Like, if Keenan Allen lost your game, I think he might have to be the dud of the week because, one, it's lower points, and, two, he di- directly looked at the camera and said, start me. Like, oh, that, that was painful. I still that think it's painful. Russ, but, like, guy, guy that you would probably be most personally angry at, definitely yeah. Keenan Allen. Absolutely. All, All right, right moving on. The risers here. I'm going to start with J.K. Dobbins. Healthy scratch for Mark Ingram, which is just huge to unlock. It wasn't like a monster day, 1564 and a TD, but – if you just have this a two-man backfield, you know next week you're getting a solid, dependable performance from him and another big rookie this week. DeAndre Swift re-emerging as the workhorse for the Lions. We knew it was coming back eventually. Two touchdowns on the day. We'll take that. Obviously, stock going up. No one else should really be weaseling into any sort of alpha position in that backfield. No, it was good to see 42 snaps compared to 16 for AP and 8 for carry on. AP getting stuffed towards the goal line, and then yep. they just went to Swift back and back, and he, he gets two touchdowns out of it. Uh, and, and there's some receiving involvement that could still be added in here. Big day for him. I can't wait to see who they get at the, the head coaching position. I have like a list of storylines. I just can't wait to see what happens. And that's one of them. Who's going to the Lions? Who's going to the Texans? Who's going to the Chargers? Ugh, I, I could just go all David Johnson. Whoa. Weird. <laughs> right? Enormous receiving usage. Is this like 2000 and what, 17? What was it? 16? Right. Enormous receiving usage. 11 yeah. receptions, 106 yards. Those are some Cardinals type numbers. That, it's ridiculous. This is alpha elite number one receiver type numbers. 11 catches, 106 yards, 12 targets. 
insane. And this is on a team that never throws to their running back. I, I made it a point to say, yeah, Duke Johnson's out, but what's it really matter when they don't throw to running backs anyways? That was my point on the Sunday show. Oh, only 11 catches fucking later. Uh, that must be the, the record this year for a running back. Uh, maybe Alvin Kamara has one uh, ahead of this, but I feel like 11 catches might be the, the record set this year by a running back. Insane performance from Johnson. And it's just, if you own him moving forward and you make your ship, you can feel pretty damn good rolling this guy out. They get the Bengals too. This came against. Yeah, how, a, how could they not go to this well again? Right? You got to go back. You'd like, be well. crazy not to. Anyway, and then you wonder, that. like, what have you been doing for the last three years with this guy? Yeah, right. JD McKissick and Logan Thomas both thrive, um, even with Haskins. And that was the big, even with Haskins. Right. There was a lot of it's only Alex Smith generating these touches. We can't trust McKissick this week anymore. I mean, the dude played seventy of eighty snaps. Seventy snaps. For J.D. McKissick, this little scat back that can't handle a full workload was in for 70 snaps. That is insane. He had a big day, too, hauling in 9 to 10 targets, stayed involved. But even bigger, Logan Thomas, 15 fucking targets, 13 catches, and 101 yards against a Seattle team that was previously pretty good against tight ends. Just great to see both those guys not only maintaining value with Haskins, but actually, you know, exceeding what they were doing otherwise with Alex Smith. Uh, so good to see for them. Bad to see for McLaurin too. Everybody assuming McLaurin was going to suddenly become the guy. Uh, but those are my risers of the week. Uh, fallers right. here. Let's hit fallers while we're uh, at actually, it. Actually, you know what? I had I had one more. Sorry. Go okay. back to the, the Rogers banner. I had two more that I completely forgot. Baker. Baker. Jarvis. Passing game. What? Don't they look pretty good? Did you watch them Sunday night football? Yeah, I watched them. I, I mean, him and Landry, they're cooking again. His passer rating without Odell, it goes from like 83 with Odell to like 110 without him. For whatever reason, Odell was ruining his mind and, and driving him crazy and forcing it. I don't know what the what the correlation is and why it is that you remove one of the better receivers in the game, that you get better, but he is. Rashad Higgins is really stepping up. This entire passing game is just really cooking. Yeah, it's a run-centric offense. But Baker's making those play action so shots count. He's running it a bit more in the red zone. He's looking like a guy facing off what the Jets coming up. Uh, Baker's going to the, the one win streak Jets. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got to talk about that. We have the Rams as the, the biggest followers. Oh, Last one too is Je Jeff Wilson is a confirmed workhorse if Mostert misses time. Even with him out, McKinnon didn't touch the field. I think Coleman saw three snaps total, and it went to the Jeff Wilson show. So if Mostert remains out, as we cover injuries in a little bit. It's going to be the Jeff Wilson. I don't, I don't even want McKinnon's name mentioned on this program. <laughs> I don't care if it's even to say he didn't get any. Just seriously, don't even talk about it. Fallers, Jared Goff, Cam Akers, and I would say just anybody who pretends that they're a fan of the Rams. Oh, how hideous. How bad do you feel? I mean, like, think about all the quality teams the Rams have kind of pounded in the last, like, few weeks. I mean, they basically sent the Patriots home. I mean, not that they were that good a team. They they Didn't they beat the shit out of a – Somebody good, Tennessee or something. Seahawks, I, mean, I think they, they yeah, did. yeah, they they pounded the Seahawks pretty. I mean, I was starting, I was like, I believe in the Rams. Yeah, they they were seventeen point underdogs going into this game. <laughs> That's so bad. It's just embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing for the Jets too, because now you lose the number one pick. Yeah, like, they went from they went from seventy six percent chance to having the number one pick to twenty nine percent based on that. And you have to be like, is it worth it? Probably uh, not. Probably, probably not. not. But hey, Adam Gase, one last parting gift. Just ruin your your franchise's right. shot. Let me ram that, that up there a little further as exactly. I'm walking out the door. Brutal. Right, uh, but yeah, just sucks sucks to own any Rams. And Akers had two touchdowns called back. 
Uh, so I'm not too worried about him moving forward, but still 63 yards, just meh. You know, Cam Baker fucking. That's, that's, All the Seahawks, Russ ain't cooking. We've already touched on this quite a bit. Yeah. DK and Russ both were on the potential duds uh, list. So yeah. And it gets to the cooking. point too, like, do you start the Seahawks next week? Like obviously you probably start DK. Somebody asked us in. like three weeks ago, are you worried about DK Metcalf playing in week 16? And we were like, it's too early, man. It's too early. Yeah. Well, now's probably about the time to start worrying about it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a little worried. Absolutely. Michael Pittman out as number two. Hey, I told you that you were jumping the gun on this guy just a little bit. Sure did. Sure jumped way too fast. Uh, Zach you know, Mastro. I don't like change. I don't like introducing new guys no. to the fold. <laughs> and you, you'd like to know Zach Pascal, a, a nice figure of last year, hauled in a nice two touchdowns, forcing yeah. Pittman out of this number two role. So that blows for him. Uh, you can't trust him moving forward. And last but not least on the followers, Cole Komet can't beat out Jimmy Graham. When's he going to fucking, you know, play? So I, I'm not into Cole Komet anymore. I know we've recommended him as a streamer a couple times, uh, but no, no more of him. Now let's rip through the injuries. Trainers we got, room. We got, we got some trainers room. The biggest James one Robinson. is oh, James Robinson. Big one. He had an ankle injury. He did not return. This is a guy that some people, you know, they got him with a decent pick maybe in their draft and have been basically riding this guy as RB1 or RB2 all year. Uh, exactly. He doesn't come back for the chip. That's That's brutal. That would be absolutely brutal. It's remains to be seen whether it's because they were down by so much. Like, why put this guy back in? Uh, that could have been the mindset. At least he got you a nice, you know, 12. It wasn't a great performance, but it wasn't one of those ones where he got hurt and then completely bailed on your team. He still got it in the end zone at least once. Uh, so tough, tough break for James Robinson. Um, hopefully he'll be in there for your ship because he is a, a bonafide RB1. But this is it has to be uh, concerning for you moving forward. Stefan Diggs. Exits well, week 15 early with a foot injury. That that's that's tough. And feet, <laughs> as we always say, feet, toes, hamstrings, not what you like to see. This dude had this guy's been a top five receiver. Let's be real. Top, right? top two, three at this point. Yeah. Like over Metcalf, more consistent. They throw yep, it so true. much, uh, even while they're up. So, you know, this guy's been even steadier. He had 10 or more catches in three straight games. Uh, it doesn't get better than Stefan Diggs this year. I was off on him in the preseason. He's really blown it away. You got to imagine with the team like headed towards the playoffs, though. Don't be surprised if they take a nice little break with him, let him rest it up, get it fully healthy. I wouldn't be shocked if this is the last we've seen Stefan Diggs. Now, that's pure speculation. There's been nothing that came out from the team or anything of that nature that says he's going to be out. He did come back to the sidelines. Yeah, but you're probably, you're probably right, though. Why risk it, though? They have the, the conference locked up. They, they're pretty much locked into a, a top spot here. I guess they could contend for a bye. Uh, I, I don't see it happening, especially against the Pats this week. It's like, why? They, they don't need Diggs to beat our shitty ass. So I, I ultimately think uh, Diggs is going to rest for your finals. But we'll find out. Maybe it just isn't that serious. We'll, we'll, we'll see. CEH hip leg will likely miss the rest of the regular season, which will at least end the constant, like what's wrong with this guy uh, talk that we get every week. Now we know what's wrong with him. His hip slash leg. Yeah. It's Did you see the injury, dude? I don't know if you saw it, but he got bent in a weird way. It did I, not I did see it. I hate watching stuff like that. I hate when they it, replay. It was, like, he, oh, uh, it was painful. To be honest, the fact that they're, they're gearing up to have him for the playoffs is a surprise because he couldn't put any weight on it when he was walking off. It looked it looked worse than it ended up being. It sounds like there was the, you know, the x-rays, the MRIs all came back negative. So no crazy tears, no crazy breaks. Should be back for the playoffs. Just if you own him, you obviously will not have him the rest of the season. And Le'Veon Bell, 
could end up being like a, a week yeah, 16. This like, guy ends up like winning a bunch of people titles, which he totally could <laughs> at this point. And he gets the Falcons. So it's, it's not without question. I mean, he had 62 yards in a score, had a 14 yard catch, like a decent day for Le'Veon Bell. Of course he scores a touchdown right when CEH gets knocked out for all the owners just sitting there waiting all year for CEH to score a touchdown. No, Bell just goes and takes it, but something obviously, you know, hope he's okay as a rookie. That's not how you want to see his, his season end. I think he'll be back for the playoffs. If you're in the, the finals, though, you will not have CEH. Raheem Mostert exits the 49, uh, 49ers game early, ankle injury. He did not return. We already touched on that a little bit about uh, what, what Wilson, who, you know, yeah. a decent play <laughs> if Mostert doesn't come back. Absolutely. So, 16 carries. Yeah, 16 carries. All, almost all of them. I think one touch to Tevin Coleman after Raheem Mostert sat down. Uh, is there anybody who's left games more frequently mid-game than Raheem Mostert this year? No, that's a great that's a great <laughs> question. I do think that he's left games early more. We should we should look at that season to season because I feel like every year there's a guy that you can say that about, and some of them are escaping me. I, mean, I feel like Keenan Allen might have been the guy. Yeah. Uh, a few times. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's definitely done that in his career. But yeah. I, I really think this is honestly the fifth time Mosher has started a game and not finished a game, left mid-game. mid, mid game. Uh, And the, he didn't get your usual 70-yard touchdown run to go with it. So it actually right. kicked to the nuts there. So sucks for Mostert. Sucks for Mostert owners. Uh, I wouldn't expect to see him. I Honestly, like, why are they going to force him out here next week? I think we're going to get a Jeff Wilson workhorse role game next week. Derek Carr suffered a significant groin injury. Oh, God. Just saying the word significant groin injury and just makes me crunch. He faces a two-week recovery timeline. Mariota looked pretty good. He really did, and we'll cover Mariota in a second. When we That's get to weird. The huh? uh, but it, you know, <laughs> this offense looked better. For the, I mean, again, one game sample size against a Chargers defense that's not very good, but with the rushing ability, with the the Mariota looks like he like knows he's playing for his last shot. He seems to have like it, it happens. You know, some quarterbacks just need a year to like get their shit together, need a new change of surroundings because he looked every bit as talented as the guy that was the original, you know, number two pick that draft. I think this guy could have a late season, you know, late career renaissance if this game was any indication, and especially because he brings the Konami upside. We'll talk more about his stats in a little bit. These were the other injuries. Michael Gallup, DJ Dallas, Jalen Reger, Traquan Smith all exited early. Hopefully you're not relying on any of those guys. I just wanted to put them in the trainer's room to make sure you were aware of who got hurt. Now I will rip through these waiver wires for you guys. I'll go, go through for my position. Uh, we we got maybe like 15 minutes uh, before people want to go watch football. So let's absolutely. do it. So let's get it. The first thing on the waiver wires, I can't believe this. Jalen Hurts is somehow not even over half of leagues owned. I, I mean, why weren't you? We talked about him at length on every podcast we've had since that game. At minimum, you're blocking your opponents. You, like, just get this guy off the waiver wire. Because now, coming into this week, he's facing Dallas. So there's going to be maybe two, three quarterbacks I have above Jalen Hurts. So there's a good chance if he's out there in your waiver leagues, even if you're making the championship, he's probably going to be better than your quarterback. Unless you have Mahomes against the Falcons. Unless I mean, again, there's probably two to three guys. I, I can't even name them off the top of my head. That's how good Jalen Hurts has looked. He's gotten it done with his arm in one game for over the highest scoring game of the week this week. He got it done with his legs the week before with over 100 rushing yards. Like, what if we get those combined and he puts up 45, 50? The ceiling is limitless with Jalen Hurts. And he gets Dallas Cowboys. Like, if we're going to see it 
50 point game. It's going to come against the fucking Cowboys. Uh, so I love what I saw from Jalen Hurts. I don't understand how he's not owned in more leagues. He's got to be your number one pickup of the week. Number one quarterback for sure. Marcus Mariota right behind him. 1% owned, uh, put 26 fantasy points up in only three quarters. A lot of that's because he ran for 88 yards and a touchdown on the ground, that Konami upside. But he also threw for 226 and another touchdown, completed 17 to 28 passes. Looks very legit, throwing into tight windows, making a lot of plays, extending plays in the pocket. Like He just looks good. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. He gets Miami next week. Not a great matchup, but still two quarterback leagues. Like I, I've seen people starting like Sam Darnold. You know, if you're, you're probably not in your finals again, but Mar- Marcus Mariota with the rushing upside could get you there. And last but not least, you know, my special Matt, Mitch Trubisky probably will be my Hail Mary again this week. Uh, didn't have a huge week, but again, two of his last four have been over 20 points. And now he gets the Jags. He's going to score 20 or more points against the Jags. The Every Jags day. might be the worst team in the NFL. They're pathetic. Yeah, I saw your, your one note, but we were planning for uh, the Sunday show before we canceled. You had like one note on it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> true. I did. They're awful or something like that. Yeah, I did. Because I, I, I did make one note. That was my contribution to the potential Sunday. I had maybe a couple studs up there, and then I just yeah. had, my God, the Jags are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> your one comment, and they sure are. Even Mitch Trubisky. I meant it. Solid points against them. That um, was a solid point by me. They're yes, a very big point. Very big point. Yeah. At running back, Tony Pollard is, of course, you know, Jalen Hurts is the number one pick of the week, but Tony Pollard is a 1B. Like, he, if he's somewhere out there in your league, you didn't scramble and get him before this game, do whatever you have to, whatever the fab is. He might not be starting, and that's going to be the next guy we talk about too, might not be starting, but still, if he is, he'd be in your lineup, as yeah. would be Salvin Ahmed, Salvin Workhorse Ahmed, 34 yeah. percent owned. What a monster. Steps right in. And this is how this backfield has been all year. We've said it every time. I wish I fucking kept following it for DraftKings this week. Because uh, Salvin Ahmed just gets completely fed this week as the uh, dominant horse here. Goes for what? Uh, 23 carries. 23 for a buck 22 and a touchdown. And he had a catch. And San. And he almost he had one touchdown that, that got called back, and then they ran it in with Tua. Could have been an even bigger day. but oh, had like Hard a runner, runner, too. He was hard runner. runner. Yeah. Looks good out there. Uh, and Gaskin could return from the COVID list. And uh, as with Pollard, you know, Zeke could return. Uh, it, it was questionable leading up to game time. I imagine Zeke sits. I think the team's going to rest this guy. You know, why risk him the rest of the season when they have nothing to play for? They just put so much money into him. So I would guess that Zeke sits. I would guess Gaskin, if he can plays, would be out there. He could get activated of the COVID list. Uh, but if not, they're going to get the Raiders who get destroyed by running backs. Uh, we, we just saw it. Uh, actually, Eckler didn't do much against them, but all season we've seen it. So I, I like Ahmed next next week. If he's the guy, he's going to be a top 20 running back for me. So check for those two guys. These other two names don't really matter, but just in case you're in like the sickest of deep leagues. We saw Sony Michelle get you know 82 total yards. Yay, woo. Uh, but there's no Damian Harris. He, he could miss again. Uh, and if so, the Bills are a pretty generous rundy this year. So Sony Michelle could do something. And Ito Smith, the, the report broke that Todd Gurley has been demoted. <laughs> demoted and, and dejected and hideous, just awful. Uh, for Ito Smith, who played 31 snaps compared to 16 for Todd Gurley. Oh, man. We got questions about Todd Gurley starting on Sunday. And, and we said no, thank God, to all of them. Uh, but Ito Smith is going to be the lead runner. He does get a Chiefs team, Chiefs team that's given up the eighth most receiving yards and eighth most rushing yards to backs. I don't love it. I don't think you should ever be relying on Ito Smith in your finals, but hey, 
Yeah, desperate times could call for desperate measures. He should see some volume in a decent matchup, uh, especially in PPR. He could get a lot of dink volume, probably bare, you know, n- bare minimum on DraftKings. I bet you could get him for 4K. So just to, those are the running backs to look at. The receiver list is actually kind of interesting. I know we're getting right up. Oh, we got, all right, we, I know you said we had 15 minutes. We're right at like seven minutes here. I'll be done in a second. Uh, Rashad Higgins, I, I think he'd be my number one receiver pickup. There's two I really love. He'd be one of them. He now is the wide receiver 13 across his last three weeks, has yet another, you know, four for 76, not quite the blow up we've seen two weeks in a row, but another solid day. And now he's going to get the Jets. What else do you need? So if anybody's going to be usable at wide receiver or flex off this list, if Pollard's gone, if Ahmed's gone, it'd be Higgins for me. I really like this guy. He's smooth. He's got a great rapport with Baker. He loves him in the red zone too. I think he's going to have a nice 16-point day against the Jets this week. So I'm all about him. The only other guy that's right in his wheelhouse would be Russell Gage, 24% owned. Another nice day, 568 in a TD. It's clear, and it's helped the offense out a ton, that he's become that number two when Julio's out. Julio might be back. They said they're not shutting him down. I think they're going to shut him down. But if Julio's back, uh, this guy would be useless, whereas Higgins is going to be useful either way. But Julio sits. Gage against the Chiefs, they're going to need to throw. They're going to need to play catch-up mode. I could see Gage having a big day. This is his third big game in a row now for Russell Gage. Um, so he, he's definitely a guy I would be targeting. John Brown, if this Diggs injury lingers, he was about to get activated last week. I imagine he does. And if not, Gabriel Davis might be the number one receiver. Obviously, Cole Beasley is going to be the, the de facto number one stepping up. But we could see a huge target share for Davis, who didn't do much this week. But coming into this week, he had three touchdowns in three games. Um, and Johnny Brown, we know, can get it done. And we know Gilmore just had surgery, so he'll be out for the Patriots. And this past team is just mailing it in. So I could see those guys having big days. And the last receiver I want to highlight for your waiver wire is Darnell Mooney. He had another TD that's back-to-back games with a score. Four receptions, 49 yards, and he gets the Jags. We're high on Trubisky. I'm also high on Darnell Mooney. That could be a, a league-winning drafting stack right there. And at tight end. There's always garbage, but Austin Hooper, 48% owned, 541 in a TD last game and gets the Jets, who give up the most points. The tight ends just gave up a 60-point yard TD day to the useless Tyler Higby. You could definitely see a similar line coming from Austin Hooper, should he be available. A lot of hate cuts happened a couple weeks ago. See if he's out there. And then Irv Smith, like, fuck him, maybe. This is this has happened three weeks in a row now. This is the curse of our, our, our streamer, our Hail Mary tight ends, is we get the right guy. Last week it was Jordan Akins. This week it was Irv Smith. Back-to-back weeks they've had one hit them right in the fucking chest and fall to the ground. Like so, we were like geniuses. It is, we- it is it is a curse, but then I guess to play devil's advocate, I would say if the ball hits your guy in the chest and he didn't catch it, was he actually the right guy? <laughs> Probably not. It's a good no. point. He, no, he but I hear what you're saying. No, I mean, you're right. Like, I mean, you're like, I think he could catch a touchdown and by all up, I mean, he totally should have caught one and he didn't. Anyway. He didn't. Same for him, same for Aikens. If Rudolph is out, there should be another good game in line for Irv Smith. So that's our waiver wire. That's our show. That's our recap. We got 56 questions, comments, whether people are bitching, praising. Let's get to them. Let's, Let's roll. hear what the people have to say, but we got to give you the sweet app. Have to have it. The mailbag. All righty, folks. Let's get on in. Bailey Fields. Start us off. Uh, J.K. Dobbins a good pickup and thoughts on Ayuk and Logan Thomas for week 16. How are Hertz and J.K. Dobbins out there? Of course they're good pickups. They're both monsters. J- Jalen Hurts just put up the most points in the entire yeah. league this week. 
And he gets the Cowboys. Yes, and Dobbins has another good matchup, especially if Mark Ingram is going to be healthy scratches. Uh, I love it. And of course, Ayuk 30% shared this week, 39% the week before. Great. And Logan Thomas just had 15 targets and 13 catches. Billy Fields just wants to like gargle your team. Is that, is that what right, this is? A question veiled for us to suck you off? Come on. Thanks, Thanks he said. Thanks for the suck off. Thanks, us. Good team. Greg Sarno, sub boys onto the chip. That's right. Greg. Let's go. Get it, Craig. Love to hear Cody it. Cody Hoxie, still hate what Keenan Allen did. We do too, Cody. He lost me my one league and will probably cost me my other league tonight. Yeah, you're not the first person I've heard say that, and I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, sorry. that happened. Uh, I, Like we said, we blame him completely. Completely. Looking in the camera and telling us to start him. And I I, I was, I still feel like I'm a, a start your studs guy, but man, this week has me shook. It really does have me shook up. Well, it was like there used to be a big thing about guaranteeing victory. When someone guaranteed victory, it used to be a big thing. And then I just remember it happened a bunch of times, like when I was a teenager and they lost every time. And now it's like not worth the paper it's written on. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that. Craig Sarno, Wolf, I owe you, brother. Allen over Herbert. Ayuk and Beasley over Robbie hanging on to Taylor. Bro, you were killing it for me. Let's job, go, Wolf. baby. And good job, Craig. Love when it works out. Good job. You know, I can give advice and a lot of people won't take it. So you know what? You, you heard the advice and it worked. I've given a lot of advice that people take that doesn't work out. So I'm glad this is a case that it works out because you're the fucking man, Craig. You've stuck with us all year. Now let's Cameron get that. Hugh Jekyll, Rip CEH. No questions this week. Just here for a good time. Good luck to everyone fighting for the championship. Nice. Absolutely. Man. Thanks. Good to see you, Gekko. That's Those are our best fans. Once you just pop in to say hi, it's like they're just here. Hello. Yep. Great to see you. Mike Clay, one ship so far. Another, I need Ebron to have a career game, need 19 points for the win. So let's go, Ebron. All right, man. Ooh, baby. I'm, I'm, Ebron. I don't care about this game. So I'm behind Ebron for you. Mike. I, I want everybody that the Wolf needs. Uh, I mean, uh, the Wolf Pack needs. Yeah, Wolf Pack. We're for you. Elias Giftopoulos, Aaron Jones, or Montgomery. Pick two. Julio, if he plays Woods, Allen, Robinson, Justin Jefferson, or Ayuk. Man, this is tough because Aaron, they both have great matchups. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Like, you got to side with the talent. Montgomery's close. Montgomery gets the Jags. Oh, man. How do you not have both? He must have Derrick Henry. He does have Derrick Henry, if I remember correctly. Uh, I, I'm going to go Aaron Jones. They're facing off against Tennessee. Really bad defense. Game that should put up points. And Aaron Jones just played his highest snaps of the year. Uh, I, I like the way he's rolling. I'm going to keep going with him. And then Julio, if he plays Woods, Allen, Robinson, Jefferson, Ayuk, all good options. All Fuck. good options. I'm not going to do Julio. I, I'm done with Julio for the year. He, he's especially when you have this many good options off the top of my head, I'm going to go Allen Robinson against the Jags. Like that seems like a smash spot. I don't know who the Vikings have this week, um, but I like Jefferson the most of the players here. I so like Woods probably Jefferson. Do you know, do you know who the Vikings have? Off the top top of my head, head? I'll just say I like Woods more than Jefferson in this situation. I do know Woods gets the Seahawks, which is a nice matchup. It's a nice matchup. They got humiliated by the fucking jets. Woods was the only one who showed up. I just, I could see Woods having a big game. Yeah, it's my it's my gut opinion. I don't know, Elias. You know I'll be live tomorrow with the uh, ranking show, so check back in. I'll I'll really have the matchups planned out for you. But first look, I'm going Aaron Jones. I go Robinson Jefferson. Truth goes Woods uh, Robinson. Okay, no to eleven. Wolf, any news on James Robinson or Zeke Elliott injuries? Who would you start next week? As as long as James Robinson's playing, I'm probably going him. Um, but ultimately, no news yet. No new news. Uh, we'll be sure no to. Uh, no to to update you as the week goes, no doubt. Hillary Margaret, thanks for the Pollard call. He got me 30-plus points. I ended with 200, and I'm heading to my first championship. First of all, super proud of Hillary. Second of all, that's got to be a little bittersweet for you. I, I see. I mean, it's got to be sweet, 
But there's got to be at least some tinge of bitterness. At least there's some sort of potential banner at the household right now. It, I couldn't do my part, so I'm glad her team and she is doing uh, her part. She, seem, she seems like really good people. She, yeah. There's just going to be a slight percentage of when she looks at you, like with that banner in the background. <laughs> I mean, there's just going to be a little. You know how uh, Bill Jiggs was describing Katie Jiggs' condescension? Yeah. As often, it's got to be at least a sliver of that. Definitely. And she's earned it, by the way. It, it deserves it. I deserve all the condescension. Absolutely. But I'm pumped. Now let's We're get the for you. That's yep. the key. We're all pulling for you here. Yep. Uh, a, a good squad. Her squad is really rounded out into form. After she, She's so greedy when it comes to fantasy points. Like She'll bitch about her team not putting She already got the win. So she's she's learned her lessons, though. She's calmed down. The fantasy Good gods now respect her again, which is great to see. Giuseppe Russo, we made it to the final again. Let's repeat, fellas. Couldn't do it without all the help all year. Thanks, guys. Hell That's yeah, awesome, man. absolutely. Welcome. Giuseppe, love to hear it. Back to the finals like last year. And just a quick plug to rosaryjournal.com slash support 2020. We started, and, and the thumbs up button as well. Both help us out, but especially the testimonials, just even for my own like mental, it's just the best. Reading those, I'll have to send them to you, Truth. We've gotten some really like <laughs> awesome, awesome testimonials um, and, and people just capturing what we go for here. It's, it's awesome. You guys are the best. Your words mean you know so much. So they'll be used to help us out in the future for pitch decks, but it's also just on a personal level. It's meant so much to read the, what you guys have to say. So thank yeah. you guys for those who've done Thanks it and those future ones that are coming. You guys are awesome. All right, Connor. Hey, looking like I'm heading to the finals. Up 185 and change to about 140. He only has Ebron left. My worst player this week was Devontae Adams. Played wow. Pollard. He came up huge. Good for you, dude. Pollard on the show. He came through. Love it. Another Pollard truther there. Love to see it. Yeah. And so he can get Ebron can get 19 for Mike Clay and Connor will still win. So I like Greg that. Sarno, I got Montgomery, Yuck, and Taylor cooking. LFG. I, I don't even know if we can put Yuck after Montgomery because yes, it was hideous for so long. I know we've shit on him relentlessly. He looks good. I, I'm done calling him gross. Like something clicked. The light switch has gone on. He is a good player. He is a good player. I, I'm impressed. I am very impressed. Kyle Tunenberg projected to lose by 50 points Sunday morning. I'm now up 36 and change. He only has Juju left. I feel pretty good about it. Crazier things have happened. I think you're in good shape, dude. You're in great shape, Tunes. Right. I, I remember, you're going to be all right. We've been texting all week about this one. I knew you had some horses ready to, you know, you were, you were swinging, baby. I love it. That is how you bounce back from, he was facing Diggs. He was facing Waller. Like he, he was in bad shape, but. His team fucking showed up. Tannehill, I know you know, Nat, how good Tannehill is. Yeah, great. Mike Clay, the other was devastating. I lost by 5.2. Need more from the Browns D last night. Had Pollard on the bench. I'm sick about that. Uh, oh, I, I wondered too, and I, I don't want you to have to go through and see this. I know you asked about the Browns, and we said Miami. I don't know if that would have made a difference or not. Uh, I hope not. I hope it just didn't matter. Um, Pollard on the bench. I forget who it was, Pollard versus who. We, we recommended Pollard in most cases, but there were a couple we said no. I hope it wasn't to you, Mike. Suck fucking sorry about it if it was. But, hey, you still got you still got a couple ships coming your way, it sounds like. Kyle Tunenberg, special thanks to Tannehill, Pollard, Calvin Ridley for going absolutely nuts for me. <laughs> Three of the studs right there. Three on the stud list. I mean, that's how you that's how you bounce back from that deficit. Jeremiah Moore, Ebron needs to come up big tonight. Yep, we're how pulling for him. Need, Jeremiah. We got a couple Wolfpack members that need some Ebron. We got Two one guy who needs 19. Let's go two scores from Ebron tonight, baby. Mitch Chavez, good luck, Wolves. Get those chips this week. I'm fighting for third, and most of mine had good weeks, but opponents had their weeks of the year. It happens. It's a good uh, attitude, Mitch. The best, the best. Of <laughs> I'm the best. sorry you didn't win. 
The best of the best fans, man. Uh, no one deserves it more than you, Mitch. I know. That, that fucking happens, and it sucks. But best of luck in the third place, man. What an attitude to have. Like, I would not <laughs> I would not be so positive about that. Yeah, so. I have my head in the oven. But I know. <laughs> Mitch yeah. is better people than me. Kyle Tunenberg, over 200 in both playoff games. Go ahead, Stop. Kyle. Wolf, Wolf. On to the championship round. Thanks, Wolf, for all the help. One more to go. I'm going to need help on this last one. You know you're going to get it. Let's go, Juan. Love to see you. Love that you're in the ship. Absolutely. Millie C. Connor killed my week 14. Yep. What a fucking asshole. Connor's <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> Cody Hoxie, Kyler, and D-Hop killing my fantasy team and real team in Buffalo. Ooh, so you must have faced – oh, man, that's brutal. That Hail Mary play. Dude, and- what I told you – I mean, I've been saying for a while that he has the best hands oh, in yeah. the NFL. I know he's been up and down, but, man, that guy can pull in anything. He's definitely in the list of top – he's got to be the top receiver in the game, if not top three, for sure. I, I love him. And I love Kyler. I mean, that, that connection is going to be deadly for years. Sarah Riley, need 22 points from the pit defense. I had Swift, Fant, and David Johnson on my bench while played Goddard, Carson, and Chubb. I have a feeling I'm done. Sometimes it just goes that way, Sarah, because it doesn't seem like any of those decisions were looked stupid on face no. value. <laughs> no, I, I would have gone with every single one of those. I mean, Fant versus Goddard, okay, maybe. You know, Could you have gotten Swift in over Carson? You weren't benching Chubb, and he, he no. okay. You weren't playing David Johnson. Like, he, you know, not when you had those options. You might have gotten Swift in there, but. Maybe. Uh, I would have started Carson. I would have made all the choices. I admit you it. Made. I would have made all the choices you made. So maybe, hey, let's go Steelers D. Let's go. I know. They're facing, Seriously. They're Steelers D Ryan. and Ebron with a huge game. They're they're facing Ryan Finley. Like, you can put up 25 as Big a Big game Ryan Finley? Big game Ryan. Okay. I could see the Steelers D getting 20, no doubt. Not 22 points. I could. I, don't give up hope yet, Sarah. Let's celebrate tomorrow when they get 22. It's the 821, so let's roll. Millie C, three versus five in my 12-team league. That reiterates what the Wolf was talking about, being those scrappy teams getting through. Jeremiah Moore went against Monty Herbert, Taylor Waller. I'm still projected to win by .04 points, LOL. Fingers fingers crossed, dude. Wow, you must (laughs) have a wagon to absorb that type of blow. Well done. Jose Vega, I need 26 from him tonight. All right, Ebron? Oh, yeah, I think so. All right, three we, we touchdown need- game for Ebron. Yeah, right. Hey, Steel City 63, any word on Kittle? Thanks. They're probably done for the year. I don't, I don't think, think they're, they're going to play him. Nah, they have Why nothing to you? play for. Why risk him, you know? I don't think we'll see him again. Kyle Tunenberg, Studs, Tannehill, Ridley, I, Pollard, JT. Yep. Yep. Duds, Hawk, Eckler, Mike Davis. Yeah, Eckler deserves to be on that list too for Duds. Absolutely. That was Mike bad. Clay, wish you would have given me Pollard over Dobbins. I roll emoji. Uh, that was really my only – yeah, I, and I couldn't do that. Dobbins with the you know healthy scratch mark Ingram. Neither of us were going that. I know you're such a Dobbins guy. There was there was going to be no convincing you, and there would have been no convincing me. We just got to eat that one, Mike. I'm sorry, but yeah. Craig Sarno, love seeing my guys in the studs. Ridley Allen, Montgomery, LFG. Good job. Let's Craig. go. Let's get another one one week where they repeat on that list. Let's do Mike it. Mike Clay is my only option because I couldn't get him in flex over any of my receivers. AJ Thielen, Terry A. Rob. Yep, I hear that. Uh, you could have got him in over Terry, right? Oh yeah, I would have said over Terry. I think. I was taking your word for it, but yeah, you're right. I, I, I would have taken. I would have said over Terry. I don't know. I, I, I Mike. I don't know, Mike. There might be a little bit of shared blame here. I would have Pollard over Terry. <laughs> I think I would have gone Pollard over Terry. Sarah Riley, wish I'd started Pollard over Jefferson. Yeah, I wish you would have too, because we're Jefferson all we're like, always pulling for you, though. Didn't Jefferson have like a hundred and eight too? It's just that crazy that Pollard was yeah. thirty points. You know, Jefferson wasn't bad. But yeah, that that fucking and I couldn't have made that call though. That one would have been tough to make. Mitch Chavez D Hop was the last dagger that took me out with a stud. He is. Yeah. He is. 
What a stud. Absolutely. Harry 2K wants to know, do you do you read chat? We do. And Kyle, in the next question, addresses it. Harry, they do when they're done with their talk. Ask questions. They got you. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Take care go. of that. Mitch Chavez, lock it again. Dud for me. Hide out, scored Carson. Yep. Oh, that was tough. That was fucking tough. Katie Jiggs, great call with Pollard Wolf. Keen, are you on? Did you make did you make it to the next round? Danny Jennings, one more win. Tanny boy, way to fucking go. Cook, keep on cooking. Bills, defense. I love it. I played A B and pulled cup last minute. Mr. Wilson Jr., let's go. Thanks for all your help. Good job, Denny. That Damn pain you. pill beer cocktail uh gave you the whatever insight you needed to throw in AB at the last second. Good job. The painkiller cocktail, baby. Love to hear it, Denny. Well played. And you survived Devontae and Ayuk. I mean, Devontae, that, you got him the right week. You faced him the right week. Good shit. Denny's been doing a lot of surviving lately. Yeah. Good job. Katie Jiggs, I'm up five with Ebron. My opponent is Deontay Johnson. It's going to be close. Yeah. That is going to be right. Ebron is, is factoring in big time. Ebron. I want to get in just to – I want to watch this game to – just be we, I'm just going to have my eyes on Ebron all night now. This is going to be the most I've ever watched Eric Ebron in my life. It's exactly. It's crazy truth how like we're just – now that we're knocked out, all I want is like Denny Jennings, Katie Jagu. I know. I want all these all, people all to win. Back to like <laughs> Sarno, everybody out there, Jeremiah Moore, like, all you guys. Like I want them to win so bad more than anything else at this point. Like you guys are all we have to root for. Hillary. We want Hillary. <laughs> Let's fucking get it, Wolfpack. Not happy right. that I'm not worried for myself, but like, sure. I'm happy you guys are all killing it. I'm happy our calls are panning out, but let's fucking get it. I'm so pumped for you guys. Right. Let's do it. Denny Jennings, Mad Elf going down nice. Cheers, brothers. Cheers, Denny. You ever had a Mad Elf truth? Yeah. It's fucking good shit. Trogues, Mad Elf, like 13 percenters. Good yeah, stuff. It's not bad. Jeremiah Moore, Swift is my boy. Who he is blame your boy. You? He killed it. Two touchdowns, baby. Connor Lay played Taylor, David Johnson, Jeff Wilson, and Pollard. Wow. Nice, nice play getting David Johnson in there. Absolutely. Kyle Tunenberg. How about Land Landry? Yeah. He's been, a, he's been a badass. No, Jeremiah, Jeremiah two, Moore. Two's uh, just saying that because we gave him shit one day where he's like, I want to really uh, play Jarvis right. Landry. And we gave him fucking dog shit like the entire podcast. Dude, and, I, don't, I don't remember that. Yes. <laughs> Jeremiah Moore, OBJ is a bum. That's why. I just yeah. want to say I was the first guy on that train, maybe in like the country. So you really you're welcome, were. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Chavez called it about that passing game for the Browns. Did Mitch called a bunch of shit. That's why it's a shame Mitch isn't in the championship because he does yeah. deserve it. Jeremiah Moore, if I make the championship, I think I have to roll with Goff over Breeze next week. Wow, oh, Goff shots fired. Good. Like really? I don't know who. I don't know who Breeze has. Off they have the Vikings. I I would probably go Breeze there personally. I don't know the Todd Father. Tyler Lockett is dead to me. So is Jared. I mean Cook. <laughs> I hope the one Todd that slant style tells me you didn't, but fuck, I really hope. I, you didn't. I don't remember who the other options were Lockett versus who and Cook versus who or Crook versus who. Let me know what the calls were, but I feel bad. Chavez Wood was the Wood was the only serviceable Ram this week. That's right, I said that. Uh, true, I liked Wood. True. Cody Hawks, the only dud is Keenan Allen. Might never draft or trade for him again. You wouldn't be the first person to swear off Keenan Allen. No, I know a lot of people who have not not because of this, because of past performance. This and this is the second year in a row he's fucking sucked in week fifteen, just blown up, gotten hurt, and did nothing for his owners. Fucking blows, fucking blows. All right, here we go. Um, only one team gets a buy. Pitt Steel City sixty three. Yeah, for that this right. year, true. Only one team's yeah. getting a buy, which is crazy. Right, I'm sorry. My dilemmas for week sixteen: Melvin Gordon, David Johnson at wide receiver, uh, running back two, Cooper or Jones at wide receiver two. Then pick one of the above for the flex. 
Go ahead, Wolf. I, I don't know off the top of my head all these matchups, so come back tomorrow for the ranking show. Uh, but off the, the gut, I'm going to say Melvin Gordon uh, and then Marvin Jones is where I'm leaning right now. But come back tomorrow. We'll make sure. Craig Sarno, nothing like some good dink volume. It's true. <laughs> nothing like it. Jeremiah Moore, I got Kittles off waivers. Hoping he plays next week. Uh, if I For your hope, I, I mean, for your sake, I hope he does too. I don't think he will, but we'll see what happens. Yes, yes, yes. Dylan Vergara, dude, Jalen Hurts way over Russ Wilson. I put him in, but lost anyway, so I can sleep soundly at night knowing I pulled out all the stops. Dylan, you're, you're the first yep. person I thought about when Russell Wilson sucked. I remember you asked about Jalen Hurts. I'm so happy you're smarter than us uh, <laughs> because I was so pissed. I was like, fuck, Dylan, our guy. We got it wrong for him. Uh, you were smart enough, and I'm sorry to hear that it didn't even work out for you. Uh, but you went down swinging, man. Brad Emsrex, Vikings get the Saints. Okay. Johnny Nottingham, barring a complete disaster tonight, I'm heading for the title game with some league legacies on the line. At tight end, should I go Gronk or take a shot on an Ertz breakout? Come on, Johnny. Stick with Gronk. Stick with Gronk. You can't Come go on. to Ertz now, you Homer. That's a Johnny. That was, just, that was just completely so he could say he was on the way to the title game. Uh, absolutely, and he probably wants to rub Ertz in your face because I know Ertz was a douchebag to you all year. He's a, yeah, what a jerk. All right, well, we just lost the Wolf Speed, so I'm going to keep going. Tanny or Hertz for the ship? I'll be tuned in for your rankings. That is extremely tough. If it were me, I'm biased. I would go Tannehill. But I, I'm not sure who would show up on the rankings higher for the Wolf. These guys went 37 and 38 this week. So, Wolf, who do you like, Tanny or Hurts? Fuck, that's tough. Because what I said. I Tanny said in a Green Bay matchup, potential shootout. Then you got Hurts facing Dallas. I'm probably going to go Hurts. I, I mean, they both like it's uh, Tanny has the better track record, but I think the Hurts Dallas matchup is what does it for me. Okay. Andrew McGrady, Acres still a must start even after that dud week. Uh, depends who the other options are. I think against Seattle, he could be a good play. The other thing with Denny, uh, too, is he's an Eagles fan. So go for your guy, you know, like root for your fucking boy, right? Yeah. Mike Clay. Denny, Mike Clay, that hurts. Jeremiah Moore, Denny Jennings, not again. Yeah. <laughs> Here come the puns. I know. Uh, Mike Clay, the Browns D didn't make it a difference. It was Miami D and a point difference. The Browns kept my hope alive, LOL. Ah, damn. All right, Mike. Cody Hoxie, you need Ebron and Pitt defense to outscore Johnson by 13. Another Ebron sprinkling a little bit around Eric Ebron. Uh, we he need some it. Ebron love. And I like Pitt. I think you're in good shape because I think Pitt's going to get 13 themselves, like at least. So it doesn't matter what Deontay does. I think you're in really good shape. Cody. Andrew McGrady, I survived an Allen Diggs stack and Waller. Kyler D Hop stack saved me. There you go. Wow. <laughs> to think it going into that game, you face that stack that you'd have a better stack. Whew. Well Unlike played, Johnny Andy. Nottingham, Matt Elf tastes like reindeer asshole. <laughs> I fucking love Matt Elf. And, and maybe I like reindeer asshole, but hey, I'm a big Matt Elf. guy said Johnny Nottingham sits in his ivory tower drinking port wine and uh, yeah, you know right. watching opera and stuff. Don't listen to him. He's a moron. <laughs> uh, Ilias Giftopoulos in another league, Montgomery or Kamara? Um, oh, sorry. You're, so we just got Let's Go Ebron. The Wolfpack need you from Denny Jennings. Oh. Uh, Another another wolf another you know that let's go wolf pack Eric Ebron tonight we need him Mitch uh Ilias in another league Montgomery or Kamara probably Kamara now that Breeze is back ah that's tough though again the Jags for Montgomery it'll I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow Ilias where we're gonna yeah, go. watch the ranking show Mitch Chavez thanks you guys have been an have been an awesome season a lot of fun thanks Mitch uh, thank you man we'll have off season stuff definitely and you know I know you'll be back next year uh, stronger than ever. 
course. Absolutely. Danny Absolutely. Jennings, four elves in, and I'm seeing four Ebrons on my TV. Time to get cut off. <laughs> That's time to keep going. You need six Denny, Ebrons. Denny and Johnny Nottingham are in the same city. Like they should probably they need to get together and drink. They gotta be, we need we need a Denny Johnny Nottingham to uh, bond over a mad elf. That would I know. Be fantastic. Reindeer asshole. Jeremiah yeah. Moore. I'm also going against the Pitts D. So let's go, Finney. Wow. <laughs> let's get Finn the Finley man. Jeremiah <laughs> Moore. Uh, Craig Sarno. LFG Ebron for the pack. Yeah. As soon as we get off, I'm going to turn that on and watch some. We're going to go watch Ebron with a freaking magnifying like glass. Gronk killed me at three end zone targets, but couldn't have pulled in that TD with a couple. Uh, yeah. With a couple PIs. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. brutal. Jeremiah Moore, my opponent, started Claypool over jo- over Juju. Bad decision. I think so. I'd rather have Juju personally. Kyle Maine, I need 27 from the Steelers tonight. Do you think it's possible? It is possible. Yeah. It is unlikely even against a team like the Bengals. But, like, you know, if you needed 27, this is not a team to roll out there. This this is the, like, type of scenario where it could happen. Very rarely do defenses have 30-point upside. We saw the Rams do it a couple weeks ago. Like, it – it can happen. It happens like two to three times a year. A defense as talented as the Steelers against a quarterback as shitty as Ryan Finley. The stars it's are aligning, Kyle. I, I put it at 10, 10, 2, let's put it at 8%. 8% chance you get that. Could okay. happen. Could One happen. 12. Jeremiah Moore, also, I'm in the chip in my other league. Thanks to y'all. Hell yeah, baby. Oh, Jeremiah, you're the man. Another loyal Wolfpack truther. Last but not least, Denny Jennings. Cheers, Nottingham. Cheers to you too, Denny. Cheers to you, Wolfpack. Love to hear Oh, yeah. We got a huge one coming in from Juan Pena. I don't know if we can address. Okay, I, he wins. Who do I? <laughs> that's a lot. I know. Sorry, Juan. <laughs> I don't I know. watch football. But Juan, good luck. Watch, watch the ranking show tomorrow for for the, the Wolves. Going to have a lot of these answers probably. Exactly. And and come on, you know how to ask the questions here. There's there's probably one question in like thirty different players listed there. So ask it another way if you want an answer. Juan Pena, <laughs> you've been here all year. You know better than this. Um, but guys, thank you so much. Wolfpack, it's good. Mitch is going to still stay around. He wants an RSJ shirt. We'll, we'll put up a, a oh, man, Have a good holidays, guys. You too, You have a, a great holiday as well, Kyle. And that's what I want to say to everybody. You guys have made this year. You know, that could have been nothing so special. You've helped the Wolfpack grow so much. Um, you guys are the best. And it's so appreciated that you guys have stuck this one out with us. I know most of you are, are moving on to ships or need Ebron tonight. Like, let's go fucking Eric. Um, we hope to see you tomorrow for the ranking show because that means you're on. Either way, if you do consider uh, us helpful at all, a testimonial, regardless of where you end up, uh, you don't have to. Certainly not expected, but so, so appreciated. And there is a tip jar there, too, in case you do want to support the pack that way as well. Uh, All of it's so greatly appreciated. But just being here, tuning out like you guys do every fucking time is so awesome. So, Wolfpack, thank you so much. Uh, Best of luck getting what you need tonight. And then best of luck in week 16, hopefully, getting those ships. You know we'll be here. We'll have to figure out the preview show this week, Truth, because I know it's uh, like holidays and things going on. Yeah, we'll so, we'll, we'll figure out a, a day. It might be like Wednesday the, afternoon for the YouTube uh, TV boppers. Oh, again. Jesus. We're going to get crucified. <laughs> we're going to just break over the coals. We'll let you guys know when we're going live. But we'll pack. Enjoy the game tonight. Get what you need. Uh, and I'm the wolf. <laughs> I'm the truth. Best of luck. See you later, Wolfpack. Later, guys.